This episode is brought to you by Fortis et Fidelis, honoring the brave and faithful service of our fallen. The free will never forget. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Brave and Faithful Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Raiden Dionisio. Today I have a he's he's not a, he's not a veteran he's not an active duty but he has a strong sense of patriotism and admiration for for us the men and women in who serve our country and our forces uh, his passion has allowed him to help thousands of military personnel both active and veterans to obtain VA financing and attain the American dream. Mm-hmm. Um, other he's a loan officer and he's also the branch leader at Movement Mortgage. Uh, Rick Elmendorf. What's going on, Rick? Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. Hey, I appreciate oh. you for uh, for coming on, man. Uh, you know, we were talking offline and like I, like I told you before, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to be benefiting from this episode, especially just with our recent guests and their interest in real, real estate and, and VA loans and things like that. So appreciate you for coming on. Absolutely. Pretty hot topic right now, real estate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going nuts right now. But, um, you know, before we get into that, um, you know, we were talking offline. So you're a military brat, right? Your, your father yeah. served. Can you just tell us, tell the audience, like, um, you know, what branch of service he was in and when did he serve and things like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So my uh, dad was a, um, <clears throat> he was in the Air Force, uh, got in in the uh, early 50s, um, flew, I think, the, when they first came out with the, uh, the, the fighter, the, the jets. <laughs> Yeah, and um, just flew some really cool airplanes. Uh, retired in 1970. I was born overseas in uh, Bangkok, Thailand, uh, during the war in '69. Mm. And um, yeah, he was doing some some really interesting stuff, uh, completely off the books. <laughs> Whatever he was doing, I didn't find this out until after he died. But uh, his best man told me. Um, but uh, yeah, he flew pretty much every plane uh, known to man, and. Uh, was just a great guy. Taught me a lot about life and business. And, uh, and, um, you know, he was the one that really kind of introduced me, um, business part into getting in the military community and just, uh, you know, one thing led to another and just fell in love with the people and the, the culture and, um, just everything. So just kind of set my sights on serving that community. Yeah. So, I mean, you've, you were, you were in the military family, so you kind of grew into that, right? Is that what yeah. kind of, is that what kind of led you into, you know, kind of helping out, you know, like we talked about the active duty and the veterans uh, with their, with their homes and things like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess a lot of people look at it as uh, um, differently and, you know, I, I've really kind of grown up with the, with the mindset, you know, you don't do anything for money. You do, you do it because you love it. And if you, if you love what you do, it's not work. And, you know um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think, for a lot of a lot of things that uh, there's just a lot of need. I mean, people think you know, hey, the military guys, they got a great loan, they've got the VA loan, they got great benefits and a lot of things. But you know, it's it's, it's not an easy life, and right. especially if uh, you know you're deploying and the spouse has got to handle everything. And uh, so we do a lot with that. And um, and uh, I mean, just throwing a um, an unscheduled PCS or whatnot, and you're you're you know, your, your life is in the, in a whirlwind. So, and figuring you just bought the house, you know, you hundred percent financed it and you got to figure everything else out. So, you know, a lot of what we've been trying to do is just kind of come alongside uh, 
um, these guys and, and help. You know, a lot of the programs we've done has been kind of aimed at the active duty and is carried over into, um, you know, to just all veteran and military families. So it's been, been really cool, really cool to see how it's grown. How, how did you get your start in real estate? Like, tell us a little bit of the background and you know, yeah. how you got into that. Yeah. So my brother was a real estate appraiser, uh, Craig, and he, um, I mean, I, I was a golfer. I, that's how the only way I could get into college was to play golf. And I was thankfully very good at it. And uh, I got recruited to uh, George Mason University, um, a bunch with a bunch of other freshmen. So I played golf and all the real estate appraisers were golfers. And the appraisal happens, obviously, when you buy a house, you've got to get an, or you refinance, you have to get an appraisal, tells yeah. the bank how much they can loan you. So I was actually working for the guys that were doing that report. And so I started out doing that. And um, then on one day I'm walking around with a briefcase. Yeah. So I'm dating myself, right? I was having a briefcase with the, one of the phones you find from the movie wall street, you know, the big, the big <laughs> blocks, big right? Phones. I had one of those and uh, dude, I'm just walking around my briefcase. I'm like, I got like 30 orders from this one guy. His name was Alex. I'm like, man, this guy does a lot of business and I'm just doing the math in my head. I'm like, and you know, appraisal business is fairly monotonous. So that was kind of my first time, like, you know, maybe I want to be a loan officer. I don't know. And I, and I heard a, a, a radio ad on WAVA Christian radio. And I'm like, man, I got to call this guy. I called him up. And my first job in the business was driving an hour and a half to work every day from uh, Clifton, Virginia to Catonsville, Maryland uh, for 18 months back and forth. So it's kind of like some of these guys trying to get into the Pentagon every day, I guess. So I can, I totally feel you. That's how I got started. That's how I got oh, wow. started. So um, I'm looking at your your LinkedIn here, right? And you're you're talking about like loan, loan, loan officer, and you had a website, Loan with Rick. Mm -hmm. So uh, for those that might not be, for those people that might be new to you, you know, they might be in looking for their first for their first home and things like that. Walk us through the process of like you know, what you do as a loan officer and how you, you help uh, home buyers. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, just, it's, it's always good to have an initial consultation. You know, you just kind of figure out, you know, there's a lot of planning involved. It's, it's not as straightforward as when we may think, especially in today's market, when, especially with VA financing, and if you don't putting plan to put any money on down the house, it's, it's, it's a little bit more challenging than it has been the, is in the past, but the whole mortgage process really isn't as complicated as it used to be. Um, but you do want to have an initial conversation. You know, that's what we typically do, you know, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, <laughs> a hand holding hour with this, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but just kind of get your strategy straight. You know, what are you looking to do? Where are your, you know, make sure the mortgage is fitting within your short and long-term financial objectives. That's really step one. And then, you know, we fill in all the blanks, you know, you do an online loan application and everybody's pretty much doing an online things now because it removes a lot of the paperwork that's necessary. Um, so you go online, you complete the application. And then at that point, it's just about a verification process. Um, it's not like it was before where, um, well, I'll say before, um, you know, it definitely wasn't like it was before where you didn't have to give anything <laughs> back in the financial crisis. It was like, oh, what's your, what's your name? Yep. I'm uh, blood type this and I'm, my name's Rick. And now, oh yeah, you're approved. You're talking <laughs> about before 2008. Yeah. Like yeah, before right. 2008, it was, right. it was like, uh, are you breathing? You can have a loan. Yes, sir. You can. Um, but you know, now it's just, 
it's just simple supporting documents. Uh, and if you're active, that's pretty easy. I mean, I know you're an 04 with 18 years for pay. I mean, I kind of know what you make. So right. that's, that's easy. Um, but then it's just a matter of having your pre-approval up front, um, getting with the right real estate agent um, that can go uh, search for homes and doing a lot of your pre-work beforehand. Um, I won't belabor the process, but obviously the finding a house part is kind of the hard part nowadays. Getting the loan is almost the easy part. Finding the house, the house part is the hard part. So we actually are bringing on tools like, um, I mean, in my market, you're paying more than what the list price is, which is really kind of unnerving for a guy who maybe be there three years. <laughs> so you got to really be careful um, and not just walk in willy nilly and say, oh yeah, let's go ahead and pay 50 grand more for this house. And, and, uh, and then I get the, you know, that I'm PCS in three years, I got to sell and I put no money down, you know, am I going to be in trouble? So we actually developed a tool for this. Um, well, I didn't develop, a buddy of mine did. It's called a bid over ask. So just a neat, a lot of neat things where we can actually use values, forecasted historical values to see, hey, am I paying too much? Am I bidding too little? Because you do got to bid. Right. You have to, you have to be aggressive. So that process is, is a little challenging right now. Um, but you know, we, we make it work. It's there's, I kind of look at it this way. What's the worst case scenario? What do you do? Do you just go, okay, I'm just going to live on base or am I going to go rent something? Uh, am I going to wait, waiting good? I don't know. There's a couple dangers to waiting too. rates. MBA says rates are going to be 4% next year. So they're probably wrong, but let's just say they're right. And the homes are probably going to be appreciating uh, next year. Yeah. So you add that, that's a double whammy. And then all of a sudden you're getting priced out of a market. So a lot of things to consider when you're going through that entire process. Yeah. I was watching one of your videos. You, you, you just mentioned about uh, uh, bidding and things like that. Yeah. And you're seeing it now, like in, in today's, it's a seller's market where all the houses seem like they're going way over um, yeah. what they, what they, <laughs> what they are. Right. And like people yeah. are like bidding way over the, the asking price. Um, yeah. It's so not it, so. It's, yeah. So what was, what's your advice for, for home, home uh, buyers right now? Cause I, my walking through, like my parents are moving from California uh, eventually to Florida. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that they're, they're kind of experiencing right now is like, you know, even though the asking price is this, people are bidding mm -hmm. 10,000, maybe sometimes even 20,000 over the asking price. Mm -hmm. My advice is be very careful and all depends on your, your specific, um, your specific position. I mean, if you're active duty, you know, your career is going to move you somewhere in the next three, four years, maybe, then you got to be a little more cautious. Right. If this is like kind of the end of the road and you're coming to DC and you, you know, you're kind of done after that and you're going to retire and get your beltway bandit job, or you're going to be moving to Florida. That's a whole different story. I just, I see more people making the mistake of not bidding enough than bidding too much mm. because, you know, time cures all wounds. If you end up paying, I forget who said it. I think it was Rick Edelman. And I, I, I don't say yes or no to, to liking the guy or not, but uh, I don't really know him that well. But he said something in a book that was actually fairly genius. He said, you know, when you buy a house, don't worry about, you. I mean, you, you buy it for the yard, you buy it for the, you know, the, the, the location. And if you end up making money, consider yourself lucky, not good. And I think it's kind of a good 
uh, mantra to say, hey, it, don't time cures all wounds. Don't worry about like really overpaying if um, five, ten thousand dollars. And I so that's not that's not a chump change, but I'm just saying, don't let that be the deterrent. Yeah. If you're going to, especially if you're going to have a, a home that's going to be in a good appreciating number. Plus, what's the cost of waiting? Remember, every single year you're chipping down on your principal. So you're kind of like forcing that equity position a little bit every year as you make your mortgage payment. What's the converse? You know, do I rent? Do I wait? All these things have to be factored in. So my advice is use my bid over ask calculator. I'm not trying to sell anything, but goodness gracious, it's a good tool to say, hey, there's some cases where it'll say, no, 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 not for this property. This property is not the one to do it. <laughs> You're bugging out in three years? Absolutely no, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's find something else. Um, so that's my advice. Just be very, very cautious. But if you're at the end of your career or you're a veteran, you can be a little bit more flexible with bidding over ask, I guess is the best way to say it. Where do, uh, where do we find this calculator that you're talking about? Yeah, if you go to uh, loanwithrick.com and uh, there is a little tab called calculators and I've actually developed three, uh, well, two uh, really neat calculators. People love to tinker. So I actually built a, an Excel spreadsheet for both uh, purchasing and, and refinancing if you want to mess with like, you know, hey, can I save money on an Earl? A lot of people hate starting over on a, on a VA Earl, you know, say I've been paying on this thing for, you know, eight years. I don't want to start another 30 year. Well, good news, you don't have to. But this is where the calculators are. So the bid versus ask is on that page. Okay. So loan, yeah. just go to loanwithrick.com, uh, click, click on calculators. Yep. And you'll, you'll, you'll see that there. All right. Um, so good transition there. Loanwithrick.com. Like, <laughs> how did that all come about? How did you start that? Uh, where did this idea come from? How long has it been uh, up? Want to support an active duty owned brand? Head over to fortis-fidelis.com. Again, that's fortis-fidelis.com. And help us in honoring the brave and faithful service of our nation's defenders. All proceeds will help us create and provide memorial coins to the families of our fallen service members. Again, that's fortis-fidelis.com. And help Fortis at Fidelis in honoring the brave and faithful. Well, it started from me going, no, 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 it's, it's E-L-M-E-N. <laughs> Most military uh, guys yeah. like, you know, hey, Elmendorf, like the Air Force base, and they go, right. aha, yeah, 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 I got it. Most of the Air Force guys get that one. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was more of like, man, Elmendorf team is so hard to spell. So <laughs> loan with Rick, that's kind of as genius as it was, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just loan with Rick. Okay. And uh, just some of the things that you cover, you know, we talked about like uh, purchasing a home and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, talk to us about VA loans. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there are some, I mean, most, most veterans are knowledgeable with it, but again, there's some that still don't know much about it. Can you just explain to our audience um, the benefits, some of the advantages with, with, yeah. with the VA loan? Yeah, so a couple of things. I'll, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a, I'll try not to go on a little bit of a rant here because um, there's a lot of misinformation out there about VA financing. And unfortunately, um, 
a lot of people are being told that you can't get another VA loan once you've had one, which is completely false. Yeah. Um, you can't, you have your VA loan currently tied up, so you can't get another one. Therefore, we're going to refinance your existing property to free it up for the next house. Completely wrong. You don't have to do that either. In fact, you can have up to three existing VA loans. The, the VA loan is a tremendous benefit um, for anybody that has served. And there's criteria, and we'll go into all that today, but there's, there's a lot of different criteria. But basically, if you've served active duty, um, there's a lot of, it, for at least 180 days, I believe, continuous service, you, you qualify for VA benefits. And there's some other qualifications as well. But um, let's just say you have your VA benefits. You can do zero money down. There's no mortgage insurance. And mortgage insurance is typically a fee that you pay the lender to insure them in the event that you don't pay your mortgage. So go figure, great, great idea guys, right? But it's, it's to protect the lender in, in case of default. But the cool thing with the VA loan is that the VA is actually guaranteed by um, the government. So if the veteran defaults, then the lender is, is protected. So um, in, the, in the event of that default, so it's a guarantee, it's really neat. So it's basically like a, a built-in insurance policy um, in the event that they don't pay. So um, lenders, because of this guarantee, are more apt to be flexible in underwriting standards, guidelines. Um, it's just, it's a whole different ballgame with far as getting a loan. Credit scores don't even really matter that much on a VA loan. It's not like, oh, shoot, I have a 680 and the guy just told me my rate went up because you know, my, my credit score is below 720 or 700. That, that does not exist on a VA loan. They do price somewhat for, um, uh, for, for risk, but quite frankly, it's just, it's fluff. <laughs> it's, I mean, lenders do it for risk, but it, the VA doesn't really have that, oh, well, you're down here, so you must pay more. No, that's not how it works. Um, the lenders are making that decision. Um, but it's just a great benefit. And, and if um, you have what's called a VA disability rating, you qualify for a waiver of this funding fee that the VA typically will charge or assess you, um, which, which is a huge saver. So that, that opens you up to so many neat things. Like um, once you've owned a home, like especially now with homes having appreciated, you can use your, your VA benefits to actually pull money cash out of your house if you need be. I mean, if it's financially responsible and feasible for you to do so, obviously just don't just, hey, let's pull a hundred grand out and stick, stick it in the couch. No, no, let's do something with it, you know, pay off debt, you know, kids got to go to college, stuff like that to avoid replacing other debt. But that's another neat thing. Um, some people have gotten second mortgages to do home equity loans. They're a disabled vet. I mean, pay that sucker off. I mean, rates are below three right now. So, right. I mean, goodness gracious. You, it's like use, the lowest it's been. I don't, how long would you say? I've, like when was the last time you've ever seen interest I've rates? I've been doing this 26 years and I've never, ever seen rates this low. Right. Ever. Yeah. Nope. It's unbelievable. Um, and one of the neat things that um, the VA did uh, last year with the, um, oh goodness, I'm going to mess up the, what, what, the, what the act was that, that brought this into play, but there the was something really cool. Huh? The CARES Act? No, 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 no. It was the, um, uh, the blue something. Ah, I'm choking now, man. Anyway, it was, it was really, it was a change last year for VA loans that allowed, um, <clears throat> they increased funding fees across the board, but what they also did is they removed the cap of the VA loan. So normally it would be specific to like where you're buying in the country 
And quite frankly, it just wasn't fair. I mean, you bought somewhere else and you couldn't use your VA benefits up to 100% because the county loan limit's lower. It's kind of stupid. So they removed that cap. I mean, you could literally get a $20 million VA loan with no money down <laughs> if you qualified for it. If you qualified, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's another neat, a neat uh, aspect of that. So there's a lot. There's a lot with VA yeah, loans. I'm there's sure like don't so know. many benefits that yeah. just talking to other active duty and, and veterans alike. Um, yeah. You know, some of them are just not as well informed than, than mm -hmm. others, but um, yeah, it's, that's great. Oh, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah oh, there's one, one other thing I did forget just regard, because obviously everybody's refinancing or has refinanced right now, but right. The VA loan actually doesn't even call it a refinance. Um, it's called a, uh, it's completely different. It's called a VA IRRRL, three R's, interest rate reduction refinance reduction. loan. Yep. Actually, they do call it a refinance. It's in the URL. But anyway, so what all it's meant is that you have, you, you already have used your benefits. It's already there. It's already guaranteed. They take that same loan and they tell the lender, it's like, hey, we're okay with you reducing the interest rate as long as you meet some criteria. And once you meet those criteria, basically you got to lower the interest rate at least a half percent and you have to meet what's called a net tangible benefit. And, you know, basically closing costs minus divided by your monthly savings have to be under three years to break even. So as long as you meet these criteria, we'll allow you to lower the interest rate. We don't need an appraisal. We don't need to verify any income or asset information. I mean, a dude could have literally lost his job, be, you know, and, and still be able to do a VA Earl. So it's really kind of cool. And that's helped out so many people right now. Anybody at like, well, I would have said two and three quarters about, you know, a month ago, but now, I mean, if you're sitting over 3%, you, you need to probably do it um, to, to, to do the Earl and take advantage of the benefits. And um, it's really, really, it's probably the lowest cost type of financing you can ever do is the VA Earl. It's really, really neat. Yeah, we just did ours uh, late last year and we're down to like two and a half yeah uh, interest rate crazy <laughs> this is crazy crazy but um yeah so so rick um you know throughout your years in helping military veterans and in active duty with yeah. you know with their purchasing home and, and loan and things like that what's what would you say has been the most rewarding moment what's been the most rewarding experience so far Oh man, see, you know, I've listened to some of your podcasts. You always ask this question. And I'm like, what am I going to say? <laughs> but sure. um, you know, I mean, I get rewarding experiences every week, every day of the week. Um, anytime when I get a, a thank you email from, you know, that I helped do this or, um, you know, praise God that we got it. We got our offer accepted in this house. Thank you for your guidance on that. Um, I mean, I can't really point to one specific uh, thing. I mean, we've we've helped veterans get their their funding fee refunded, tens of thousands of dollars to just um, just doing some really cool things. I mean, our the company itself, Movement Mortgage, does some just amazing things for the community in general. If you wanted to check them out, Movement.com. They just I've never been at a company that has such a culture, such a just a heart for people. Um, and you know, you, you align that and I'm actually wearing a shirt, can't see it on a podcast, but it's called movement military. They've, uh, they really designated, um, just, a, uh, just a, a lot of, just a lot of heart towards the tour to the men and women in, in both in uniform that have served our country as well. So it just really fit well for me, but as far as one particular experience, 
man, they just happen every day of the week. It's like it's every just, day. <laughs> it's just awesome to, just awesome to serve. And I don't mean that tongue in cheek. I know it's a cliche, but you know, people that really know who I am know that I'm not just spitting out those world words. It's a, it's truly a passion of mine. And I get, I get pretty upset when people, you know, especially in the military community get, get cheated or, uh, or just, you know, they get told the wrong thing or I'm like, man, oh, I want to just call that guy and just, just let him know what I think of him. <laughs> Not really, but um, anyway, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to, to serve these guys. Really well, is. I think, I think just, you know, with your background and, you know, obviously with your dad, uh, mm -hmm. having served, you know, we can relate to you, right? Like you've, yeah. you've, you've gone through some of the, some of the things that we've been going through and, you know, maybe purchasing a home and, and things like that. So you're able to uh, communicate and, and relate to, to us as, as active duty and veterans. So. I can definitely relate. Um, you know, from being on the phone with a crying military spouse to someone who uh, I'll tell you, I, I have a kind of a, a deep story of, um, um, I mean, we all have 9-11 stories, but one in particular lady who literally was in my office the day before she got on the American Airlines plane, mm. um, and she was a veteran, and we were helping her buy her first house, and then just, uh, and to see her name on the on the scroll list, um, it just lit up, and, and then my business went literally dark, because that's working with military, and all of a sudden, everybody was on high call, right. and, you know, it just lit a fire on you know, I'm not doing enough and I just, we're just not doing enough. Um, but yeah, I've thankfully, and, and thankfully I, I can relate, um, to, to the, the challenges that the, the military members face, even though I haven't served, I've been very close to many people who are currently serving and have served and kind of have empathized and, with and been there i guess been there yeah, done that yeah. with them through it so but that's that's all the more the honor you know you know but being, being with being with somebody through it it's it's almost just an honor to be the friend and being you know not just handing money out it's just it's more it's more than that so sorry well, appreciate not mushy or anything but appreciate <laughs> you for uh for all the yeah. assistance with our community man yeah. um uh, so Rick, before we go into our second segment here, what yeah. what what's one thing you want our listeners or our viewers to take away from this episode? Um, just make sure you're getting some good advice. Um, it's okay to check around a couple of times. I'm not saying check around with me. Just check around with a couple of people. You know, uh, um, get some good, solid advice. And um, you know, it it's it's good to shop around. It's good to, it's good to do your due diligence and <clears throat> it's good to tinker and it's good to run models on, on just about everything. My father told me to question everything. He said, Ricky question mm. everything. And so that's kind of the, the advice I give, especially around financing and real estate, just question everything. And when you're not sure, you know, I've got the tools to help people ask those good questions. So I guess that's what I would leave you with question everything. So with the, let me, I got a question. So we mentioned before, before we go to our sex segment, second yeah. segment here, uh, you mentioned before funding fee, right? And admin yeah. fee, um, you know, like I said, um, what, like, what is the range? Like what, like, what are we supposed to be looking for with that? Like, is there a specific 
a price range where you know like oh yeah it should be around there or or the funds for like, the funding fee yeah for funding fee so the funding fee is the fee that you pay to the VA and the, the lender technically collects that and, and pays the VA. Excuse me, the um, admin, ad, admin fee. Oh, the admin fee? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's the VA's admin fee, I guess okay. that's what they call it. Um, there's a lot of ways you can sidestep it. So let's say you're active and you're buying your new house, but you've used your VA before, you're going to get drilled if you go up to 100%. So it's like 3.6% of your base loan amount. So if you buy a home for... $500,000 for every hundred thousand, you're basically $3,600 and, and, you know, getting kicked for every hundred thousand, 3.6%. So it's a pretty penny at 500,000 uh, sales price. So there are ways to sidestep that. One of them is by putting a 5% down payment. Um, and there's, there's ways you can kind of trick the system to still do hundred percent financing by doing an, a 5% down VA loan and actually doing a subsequent second mortgage up to 100%. But what that does, it saves you 2% in funding fees. So, I mean, that's 10 grand mm. in cash, in equity that you would have just lost. Um, poof. <laughs> and so there's that, that funding fee does go down as you get lower and if you put more money down. Um, the magic number is 5%. If you go 10%, it goes down just a tad bit more. Not a huge benefit, but 5% is kind of the magic number. And sometimes there's just no way to avoid the funding fee. You just got to suck it up. Um, but there's also an interesting thing uh, regarding the funding fee. Let's say you're getting out of the military um, and you're, you're kind of far along um, <clears throat> or you just got out and you know you're going to get your disability rating, right? And your, your paperwork started, but you, you don't have your rating yet. There's actually a way you can get the funding fee either refunded or waived up front. So there's a little trick to that. You can get what's called, you can ask the VA for what's called a memo rating. Um, and most people don't know about this, but the VA will actually tell you, they may not tell you how much, they may not tell you, hey, we're going to, but you can get some sort of a, um, what's called a memo rating that'll allow the lender up front to waive that funding fee. Because it's the lender's responsibility to collect it for the VA and pay it. But the, other, the worst case scenario with the funding fee is if, let's say, if you are going to get your disability rating, and by the way, if you get $1 from the VA, you get your funding fee re waived. So there's no magical percentage number that you need to have to get your funding fee waived. That's a, that's like a, that's not right. <laughs> anyway, so, but so if you get your, so let's say you pay the funding fee at the time of purchase, your lender collects it, and then you then subsequently get your funding, fee, you get your disability rating, you can actually request to get your funding fee refunded by the VA. It used to be that the lender would simply just apply it to your principal or your loan. Now the VA is cutting you a check. So, mm. which is kind of cool. <clears throat> so just little things like that or uh, that, that we make sure people, people understand. <laughs> so you can get that after, after the fact. Yeah. Is there like a fact. certain time frame you have to apply for that or like. So the only criteria is that uh, the VA uses this uh, very, a specific verb is off how to send it to you. I forget exactly what they say, but it's um, if your, your paperwork is in and they've basically put their stamp on it, like, Hey, it's received whatnot. They will then ret typically retroactive your, your accepted date of disability. <clears throat> as long as that date is prior to the date of your loan closing, you'll get your funding fee refunded. 
So that's, that's the only criteria. We talk through people that all the time to make sure they're doing it right, that they communicate with the VA before they close. So they're, everything's in order. So they get their refund. Cause sometimes it's like, you know, five figures. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, that's great to hear. I'm sure like people listening now is like, I mean, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good tool and good knowledge to have and yeah. for, for the future. So. Uh, so Rick, going into our second segment here. So this is what I call the fast five. This asks uh, the same five questions I ask all my guests. Are you okay. ready? Sure. Fire away. All right. So first question, what's one hobby you enjoy? Pickleball. Okay. We talk about that before. I don't play golf anymore. So pickleball. Pickleball. Okay. Uh, second question. If you had to choose one person to hang out with for one day, who would it be and why? Uh... Well, <clears throat> Jesus, <laughs> but I'm going to be all, I'll be with him in eternity. So uh, I can, I can wait. I don't want to go meet him right now. <laughs> well, Not actually that'd be okay too. <laughs> uh, next question. Recommend a book for our audience to read. Oh man. Um, lots of good books. Um, <clears throat> probably one of the neatest books on business that I've read was, uh, how to Master the Art of Selling Anything by a guy named Tom Hopkins. Really neat thing. It's not just about sales, it's just about a lot of neat, just really cool book. How to Master the Art of Selling Anything? Yep. Okay. All right. I'll have to check that. I haven't, haven't heard about that yet. Um, next question. What's your favorite quote and why? <clears throat> well, I think it was Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer that said, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you're right. And that just goes to just having the right mental mindset. And that's something that my dad taught me years ago. If you, yeah, that's it's just something from my father would always tell me, Hey, Ricky, if you think you can, you can, if you think you can't, you're right. So think you can, and you can do it. You can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. I think it all just, anything we do, it just goes back to the mindset, right? Like, yeah. If, if it's in your mind that you, you can do it, then do it. Like, go ahead and do it. Right, man. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. Our bodies can do and our minds can do anything we said yeah. it to. It's amazing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great quote. Hmm. Uh, last question here, Rick. Where do you see yourself in a year, five years, or even 10 years from now? Uh, well, um, I, I hope to be, um, I, I hope to be, having my, uh, my son <laughs> run the business a little bit more in the day to day. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I love my job. So I'll be like my dad who wanted to work until he's, you know, until he dies. So that'll, that'll be me. I'm sure somebody will have to peel me away from, <laughs> from my job. So one, five, 10 years from now, I still my, see myself doing what I'm doing because I love it. Um, but I really want to get my family more involved in, in this as well. But, um, you know, I set a goal, um, several years back that, you know, I was going to make a real concerted effort and, um, and, uh, just, and really serving this community. Um, and, you know, I feel like we've made good on our promise and, um, we've done a lot of good things. So that's kind of just, I just want to see that grow. I just want to see, I really want to see that grow. Um, so before we, we go here, uh, Rick, have you heard of the active duty passive income? group the active duty passive income group no i have not okay um i've had 
a couple of their founders on on the podcast um but yeah they they're they have like a group of about 15,000 people on on our on the Facebook group and it's a lot of like military active duty veterans spouses who are into investing in in real huh. estate and things like that um but yeah i mean after this we can kind of that's uh, interesting yeah okay and you know maybe if if you know i can make an intro if you want oh that'd be sick absolutely yeah this is right up our alley okay yeah so obviously you can't use your that's one thing va loan you can't use your va loan for a for an investment purchase but um there's nothing to say you can't so, so a lot of people are actually doing this and they're very a lot of people smart are house so, hacking their, their homes. Yeah, yeah yeah so you can buy the home with your VA and then you just keep it, you rent it out, then you move on your next duty station. What's cool is that you can have up to three existing VA loans. And since the, the, um, the loan limits are going up every year, um, you are probably not going to be just automatically running out of, of eligibility. So you'll have some entitlement remaining when you, by the time you go to your next duty station. So more than likely you'll have some, something left over that you can then use, the benefits again and get your next house yeah so so just kind of a neat thing you know hey shoot use that absolutely <laughs> well uh rick i appreciate again i appreciate you for your time and uh yeah. and it, obviously for sharing your knowledge and uh in your years of experience as a loan officer and, and helping our community with you know buying their homes and and uh and educating us on the va alone uh, before you go, can you just let our audience know where can they stay in touch with you? Where can they find you at? Yep. Um, yeah, you can find me uh, at loanwithrick.com and you can um, check me out on YouTube. So uh, it's youtube.com forward slash forward slash Rick Elmendorf, like the Air Force Base. Okay. So guys, gals, make sure you go check out Rick Elmendorf, loanwithrick.com. And uh, yeah, again, Rick, Thank you for, for your time and sharing. Oh your man. Thanks for your podcast, man. This is, this is <laughs> all, you seriously have a great podcast. So thank you for what you're doing for the, for, for everybody as well. Awesome. Thanks Rich. Stay in touch. Okay. Take care. Bye. Take care. Hey everyone. Raiden here. I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast and make sure you guys go check out our website fortist-fidelis.com again that's fortist-fidelis.com and learn how you can help us support in providing these memorial coins to the families of the fallen and make sure you guys go follow our social media on facebook frts fdls again that's frts fdls and on Instagram and Twitter at FRTS underscore FDLS. Again, that's FRTS underscore FDLS. And make sure you guys go subscribe, review, and leave a comment on our podcast on all the podcast platforms. Till then, take care.